Hey guys, Buzz here, bringing you another episode of Kayfabe or Die News, the weekly news podcast where I go over all of the latest news in the world of professional wrestling. Um, Got a few news stories this week, but before I get into that, I just want to do the usual run-through of everywhere you can find us uh, through social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Kayfabe or Die, where you can get up-to-date information on any live streams or anything else that uh, we'll be doing uh, with the Kayfabe or Die team. Um, podcast apps that you can find us to listen to the podcast. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Overcast. So we definitely appreciate uh, you guys to subscribe um, to the channel through one of those podcast apps that you may use. And then if you like to watch podcast or watch video, uh, we are available on YouTube at Kayfabe or Die. Um, you can watch all previous and new episodes of the video version of the uh, Kayfabe or Die podcast. So, now that I got all that stuff out of the way, let me go ahead and get into this week's news. Uh, First story is going to be, I guess, a free agent story in a way. Uh, Dean Ambrose, as everybody knows, uh, his contract with the WWE came up uh, at the end of April. Well, just a day or two ago, uh, via his Twitter account, uh, Dean Ambrose, now John Moxley, uh, back to John Moxley, who used to be before he was Dean Ambrose, uh, posted a video, um, with him kind of like breaking out of a prison and, and going back to the name, uh, Mox says Mox, but, um, a lot of people are thinking that there was a few clues, uh, that will lead into the possibility that, uh, John Moxley, uh, is signing with AEW because one of the scenes in the video there was some dice and the numbers that were on the dice were two and five which represents uh, the AEW's date of the uh, double or nothing uh, pay-per-view uh, May 25th so that is leading people to believe that He's signing with AEW. Also, um, Cody Rhodes, or Cody, uh, liked his tweet, uh, which obviously doesn't really mean anything, but, uh, you know, everybody wants to speculate, so uh, everybody is thinking that these things and others are uh, um, keys to that uh, John Moxley, formerly Dean Ambrose, is going to be signing with AEW. I think that would be a huge name for them to get. I know uh, the guys have kind of said that they really kind of don't want to get a lot of WWE names. They kind of want to do it on their own. Uh, but I do think John Moxley uh, definitely would be a big name for for AEW to get. And um, I'd definitely be interested to see uh, where this leads uh, in the next couple weeks leading into... Double or nothing, maybe he makes a surprise appearance or something like that. Um, so we'll see where that leads. Uh, next story is um, some Impact news. Uh, Impact Plus, 
um, which will be uh, replacing the Global uh, Wrestling Network, which was where kind of like the Impact TNA's version of the WWE Network. Um, as of May 1st, which it was yesterday, uh, this uh, change has taken place. Um, it will be starting at $7.99 a month. Um, not 100% percent sure if that's how much it was when it was the Global Wrestling Network. I never had it and never really looked into wanting to get it. So I'm not 100% sure if that was the price uh, through Global Network. But um, also you could get it for a year uh, pass uh, for $71.99 for a whole year. Um, this will have uh, the four annual pay-per-views uh, held by Impact will be available uh, through the network, as will um, over 3,000 hours worth of content. Now, the first live special uh, for, the, for the network will actually be taking place this Sunday, May 5th, and it will be a Code Red event. Um, the only match that I know is a, a intergender match, um, or no, I'm sorry, not intergender, but a mixed tag match, um, I believe is the only match that has been announced for this event as of now. So, um, definitely interested if you're, if you're an Impact fan, $7.99 a month, um, is a pretty good deal. It's obviously cheaper than the WWE Network. Uh, but also I, I read that if you order like the uh network during their before the events um the pay-per-views uh you get like three free months of the of the uh network so like i said definitely um interesting um if you're an impact fan um definitely an affordable price and you get the pay-per-views now and some live events so that would be um pretty uh pretty good deal uh, also, like I would use it. I'm not a huge fan of Impact, to be honest with you, the current product. But I was a huge fan of TNA back in 2005, 2006 days when AJ and Samoa Joe and all those guys were tearing it up back there. It's really what actually really got me back into professional wrestling. Because at that time period, I was kind of like, you know, in a way, like kind of like tired of WWE and the same thing over and over again, especially like a post uh, Monday Night Wars thing where it was just WWE, nothing else, and I kind of fell out of uh, watching WWE, but then and wrestling in general. But then I kind of caught a couple of uh, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniel matches, and really uh, got me back into why I loved professional wrestling. So I would would like it to watch uh, past TNA pay per views, but. My brother has all of them on DVD, so I don't really need to get the network to do that. So, But like I said, if you guys are uh, big Impact fans, this is a pretty good deal. And uh, so it would definitely be something you guys should check out. Um, next uh, bit of news is uh, some AEW news. Um, there have been two more names added to the Double or Nothing card. Uh, Chucky T and Beretta. Um, they're going to be announced, uh, they were announced uh, for the over-budget Battle Royal. So um, we already knew that those guys got signed, but I don't think they had uh, been announced for the card. But now they are officially announced for Double or Nothing, which again, uh, Double or Nothing takes place um, on May 25th. Um, it's going to be a big show. Uh, pretty sure we'll be covering the card uh, once it gets closer. 
um, on some form of the K Favor Die podcast, one of the podcasts we have many, like I said, many different episodes that we do. So I'm sure we'll uh, we'll cover um, the full card in, uh, in one of those episodes. So uh, moving on, the rest of the news is going to be uh, WWE related, which, like I said in previous news podcasts, uh, WWE news tends to be more heavy. Um, right now with a lot of the other companies with AW, like I said, we're getting closer and closer to, to double or, double or nothing, but there's a whole, not a ton of news because a lot of the news was already announced with that and the company itself impact and new Japan, uh, really don't have a whole lot of stuff going on right now. Neither does really ring of honor. So like I said before, um, a lot of WWE news heavy, especially still coming out, uh, um, fallout of WrestleMania and stuff. So the first bit of news is actually a really uh, relief. It's some injury news. Um, Daniel Bryan has actually been cleared and actually will be um, returning to TV next week. Um, the injury was still not known. Um, they really haven't said what the injury was. It's just that the said that the medical staff uh, just kept a close look on him and close eye on him, um, but it, it does uh, sound like um, everything is okay now, and that uh, Brian will be um, returning to action next week. Now, originally, original plan for uh, Daniel Bryan was supposed to be a rematch with Kofi Kingston at Money in the Bank. Uh, unfortunately, because of the uncertainty with his uh, being injured, uh, they went ahead and had the uh, Kevin Owens turn, and now it's going to be Owens and Kofi at uh, Money in the Bank, which we'll get into. Uh, I'll get into towards the end of the episode here. Um, they kind of wanted to keep Owens a face for a little bit longer, uh, but they had to pull the trigger on it because they needed somebody to go up against Co uh, Kofi. But it's definitely really good news that uh, Daniel Bryan is cleared. I'm not sure where he's going to fit into everything. I'm not sure if maybe they somehow slide him in and make this a triple threat match at Money in the Bank. Or if he just kind of picks up with somebody else. Um, but we'll definitely find out hopefully this week on SmackDown where they're going to go uh, with Daniel Bryan. <clears throat> Uh, the next bit of news is some NXT news. Uh, just yesterday, I believe it was, um, a new, uh, the next NXT TakeOver event was announced, which will take place Saturday, June 1st. Uh, full details of the event won't be announced till Monday, and that will be announced through Triple H's social media accounts. Um, so that would be like where, uh, where the event will take place and other stuff like that. Um, we'll find that more out about that on Monday, but definitely big news. Um, NXT will be having their next event takeover on Saturday, June 1st. Um, some Brock Lesnar news. Uh, Brock Lesnar uh, officially retired from MMA uh, just a couple days ago. Um and also reports are saying that he will most likely will be retiring from WWE soon. Uh, a lot of people are saying, I don't know if it'll be his last match. Um, 
which actually no, it won't be his last match because I do believe that he has been announced for the Saudi Arabia show. Um, <clears throat> but uh, a lot of people are saying that uh, he will retire at next year's WrestleMania, so maybe do something similar to what Kurt Angle did this year and have his retirement match at WrestleMania or have like a if he loses, like, a career-ending match, not sure how that's going to pan out or if that's actually what's going to happen, but that's what reports are saying. But now we don't have to worry about the whole Brock Lesnar going to MMA. Um, it looks like uh, he's going to be done there, and looks like the end of his wrestling career is getting close to being over as well. Um, some more Saudi Arabia news. Uh Goldberg has been announced to uh, be at the Saudi Arabia show, which uh, will be taking place on June 7th. Some of the stuff I was kind of reading when doing the uh, research for this, the show is that some people are saying that Goldberg might be taking on Kofi Kingston and taking the WWE Championship away from Kofi Kingston to set up a match between Goldberg and Brock Lesnar once SmackDown moves to Fox in October. I hope that's not true. Um, I really, really hope not, because one thing, then that means we're going to have Goldberg as a champ from now till October, and he most likely will be a Brock Lesnar champion, where he probably won't even like be there to defend the title. Um, so I'm really hoping that that's not true. And I really, I'm really, really against, because this is supposed that the network, Fox Network, has requested for this to happen. And if that is true, I really, really do not want the network to get involved with wrestling storylines. Because um, I just, I don't feel that it's, it's natural and it's like, oh, well, the network wants this, 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 and they're not, and the network might not always be in touch with what's going on in professional wrestling, and it's a really slippery slope to me personally, I think, so I'm hoping that this isn't true, but we'll see. Um, others to be, uh, people that have already been announced for the Saudi Arabia show, which again, like I said, takes place on June 7th, is uh, The Undertaker has been announced, Roman Reigns, Kofi Kingston, Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, and AJ Styles. Those are the few names that have been officially announced. Obviously, there's going to be more. Um, but they're looking, obviously, like they're trying to do what they uh, normally do when it comes to these Saudi Arabia shows and try to bring all these guys like they did last year with bringing Shawn Michaels back and Undertaker to have that tag match. Um, so, you know, it seems like they're trying to do the same thing and bring all these big name guys to try to get the attention to the event. So, um, but like I said, that's taking place on June 7th. And the last bit of news I have for this week, um, we got some updated information on Raw and SmackDown for the card for Money in the Bank. Um, we got the two, or, well, the, the two Money in the Bank matches, uh, we got the participants, um, announced, um, so in the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, uh, representing Raw, we have Ricochet, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin, and representing SmackDown, we have Andrade, Finn Balor, Randy Orton, 
and Ali. Um, most of these names I pretty much figured out uh, would be in the match. The only one that kind of uh, I really didn't see was Randy Orton. Definitely don't think he needs to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, he doesn't need he doesn't need it. He can you know get championship matches on his his own merit and his own name. So I really because I really think these Money in the Bank ladder matches are for guys that are like mid card guys on the like cusp of like getting into that main event spot, and this is kind of their launching pad. I really don't think established stars need to be in Money in the Bank ladder matches. But, um, and if Randy Orton wins, I'm, I don't know. I would be very upset. So, uh, for the women's Money in the Bank ladder match, um, the participants representing Raw is Natalia, Naomi, Dana Brooke, and Alexa Bliss. And representing SmackDown is Bailey, Mandy Rose, Carmella, and Ember Moon. Um, kind of the same, um... I really, I, I, I liked actually that they put in Dana Brooke. Um, I, I think that, uh, I'm not really thinking she's going to win, but, uh, I do like the fact that they're putting kind of, uh, somebody that they just been overlooking a lot for the last few years. So it's, it's cool to see her get her spot. I'm glad Alexa's in it, even though she's won it and she kind of really doesn't need it. But the fact that she really hasn't wrestled a lot recently, um, I really like that she's kind of in there. Uh, Natalia and Naomi, I really don't think they need to be in there. There's other people that could. People like um, Ruby Riot, I really think could be in there. Sarah Logan definitely could be in there representing Raw. Um, on the SmackDown side, I'm okay with Bayley. Um, I honestly don't think she really needs it either, but I'm okay with her being there. Mandy Rose, I'm definitely fine with. And same thing with Ember Moon. Carmella is another one that I kind of don't think she really needs it. Um, could have many more SmackDown competitors could have been in there. Uh, Sony Deville, I really would have liked. Liv Morgan in there would have been awesome. Um, so, um, hoping in this one, I'm hoping, I think Mandy Rose is probably the front runner for me or, or Ember Moon, one of those two other front runners, but, uh, we'll see where that takes us. Um, next match that was announced this week, um, is a WrestleMania 35 rematch and it will be Shane McMahon versus the Miz in a steel cage match. Uh, this was announced, uh, on Monday when after a uh, episode of Miz TV with Bobby Lashley um, that led into a match between the two of them. Shane McMahon came out and then cost uh, the Miz the match, and Miz was beat down by Shane and Bobby Lashley. And Shane then challenged, or Miz, I'm sorry, then Miz challenged Shane uh, to the cage match uh, for Money in the Bank. Um, I'm okay with it. I mean, this is this is what happens normally at the pay per view after Mania. Is you you kind of get if you're a few blow off and end like to blow off the end of feud match, especially with them with Miz going to Raw and Shane. Really, I guess he's on both shows, but primarily he's more on SmackDown. The only reason why he's really been on Raw recently was to go up against the Miz the last couple of weeks. 
Um, so uh, kind of happy that this seems to be kind of their you know farewell um, match for this for this feud. So hopefully we can move on from the Shane and Miz thing. Um, the other match uh, that was announced uh, SmackDown uh, was the WWE Championship match, which I kind of talked about a little bit. Um, Kevin Owens will be challenging Kofi Kingston. Um, I really think it's a great a great storyline that they kind of did, but it, it seemed rushed. But also because of the injury of Daniel Bryan, they kind of had to rush it. Um, I would have liked to see maybe uh, Kevin Owens be in the New Day for a little bit longer before they did the turn. But like I said, because of uh, the Daniel Bryan injury, they kind of had they forced their hands to do this a little bit quicker. So uh, really interested in, with this match. I'm really happy that Kevin Owens is back to heel. Um, face Kevin Owens was entertaining, but Kevin Owens is a heel. It's just it's 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 hard to not take him as a heel when he turns that sadistic uh, light on and he goes insane. Um, I think that's some of the best like work in WWE. So I'm really happy uh, he's heel. I'm not really sure. I'm not really going to go into predictions that much. We'll probably do that in a future episode of one of the podcasts once we get closer to Money in the Bank. So I'm not going to go too much into uh, predictions right now. Um, But I'll finish off the rest here with um, going through the rest of the matches that have already been announced. Um, We have AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. We just had the contract signing this week on Raw. Uh, Definitely uh, really excited to see this match. Um, and I definitely think I we could be getting a. I personally saw it. I don't know if anybody else did or not, or thought they did or not. But I kind of thought I saw a little bit of hint of maybe AJ might be turning heel, which would be amazing. And possibility that um, to go for some reason the superstar shakeup is still not done yet, and we just saw that the Good Brothers, uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, are moved to Raw now. We saw them on Raw. Uh, against the Usos, maybe there's a, a club thing that might happen again, bring them back together, kind of when AJ was first there, when, when Anderson and Gallows first came, they did the little club thing. Um, maybe we'll see something, because uh, AJ did make a little comment about, like, uh, Seth's brothers left him and stuff like that, and um, See, we'll see what that happens. Uh, reports of with the contract with the Good Brothers is that like nothing's really changed. They still haven't re-signed, so they might not really do any with anything with them because they might be leaving when their contract ends. But we'll we'll see what happens. Um, Becky Lynch's double championship defense, the first match for the Raw Women's Championship, she'll be defending against Lacey Evans. I think they've been doing that rivalry actually pretty good. They had that little brawl. Uh, this week on Raw, and then Becky will be going up and defending the SmackDown Live Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair, which will be uh, one crazy thing that I looked up. Uh, I don't know how many specific matches, but ever since SummerSlam of 2018, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair have versed each other every pay-per-view in some form, either triple threat or whatever. But they have been in the same match together against each other from SummerSlam 2018 until at least Money in the Bank. So that's a long time for these two to be going at each other. Hopefully, maybe that will be the end of it. Um, 
but uh, we'll see uh, coming up at Money in the Bank. And the last match announced uh, was Roman Reigns versus Elias. Um, we got this because of um, during the Superstar Shakeup when Vince McMahon announced Elias as the biggest acquisition, and then Roman came out and attacked Elias and Mr. McMahon. Um, that's how we got this match set up. So that is so far the updated card uh, for Money in the Bank, uh, which will be taking place in a couple weeks. Uh, once, if we get any more matches and stuff like that, I'll have those in future episodes of the news podcast. Um, and that's actually going to round out uh, this episode of uh, K Favor Nine News. So uh, definitely like to thank you guys for listening this week. Um, tomorrow, uh, we should be having the end of the week, uh, podcast featuring Johnny and the Giz. So at some point tomorrow that should be up, uh, where they go over a recap of WWE programming this week of, uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and NXT UK. So, uh, keep an eye out for that, uh, once that drops tomorrow. Um, real quick again, we'll go through where you can find us, um, on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KFaberDie. Uh, if you want to listen to us on uh, audio podcasts, you can find us on a few different platforms. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Overcast. And if you want to watch us, uh, we are available on YouTube. Uh, not all the shows are available on YouTube, but some of the uh, shows will be available in video form. So um, with that, uh, like I said, I'd like to thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys next week on the K Faber Die Podcast News.